Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Our three Wednesdays, Lori and Julia on MyTalk 1071. Everything entertainment streaming at MyTalk1071.com, also on the MyTalk app. And MyTalk is celebrating Mental Health Month of May, brought to you by Care Counseling. Lots of resources over on our website, MyTalk1071.com. Keyword May. And we may be broadcasting with broccoli in our teeth, but heck, nobody cares, right? Nobody really does. Nobody cares. I, no, I know. <laughs> I usually would tell people, but who yeah. cares anymore? We're going to have a damn mask on anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Eating through the eating and drinking through masks. Jimmy Fallon or no Jimmy Kimmel? One of the Jimmys last night showed your mask that Holly posted yesterday. The Pac Man, the mouth. It's, with it's the pretty funny. With the clipper. So, do you wonder where Tom Cruise has been? Uh, we uh, quarantining. Seen, well, he's getting ready. He's probably in a um, zero cra- gravity um, configuration, getting ready to go to space. No, because he's quarantining like everybody. Is he on Zenu? No. Is he in Londonu? That's right, Julia. Uh-huh. That is where Tom is hunkering down. In his London, he has 15 blocks of mansions or something. He's holed up at the Scientology headquarters well, in West Sussex. The actor brought his entire family, his three sisters, his son, his nephews with him for Christmas and New Year's. And that's where they stayed there. And his daughter lives there. And former friend and Scientologist, the daughter of opera singer Placido Domingo, tells uh, um, a London newspaper that Tom Cruise's sisters are looking at a property and a Scientology school uh, in London. In London, that's right. And they had a spread the good word of nothing. Right. They have mm-hmm. a Michelin star chef, and there's luxury accommodations for David Miscavige and his so romance. So he's there, too? Uh, probably. Jeez. Wherever Tom is, Poor David Miscavige is not. Mm-hmm. And Isabella works at the Scientology headquarter in, um, in London, and she lives a half hour away in Croydon. So she didn't get this, out. Yeah, this doesn't. She. We were hoping she was getting out. We no, were hoping. no. There is. Once you're in, it's very hard to exit. Yep. So it's that's, a hard exit. That's where Tom is. Okay. Okay. Just so you know, uh, and the word on the street. Remember, just a mere week ago, Julia, the uh, the Mary Kate Olson divorce story exploded, and we were shocked and delighted that we had something to talk about. Yay! <laughs> Well, just mostly because they're so super private and we only would have found we only found out about everything when she was trying to get an emergency divorce because when she filed the month previously, he had gone ahead and uh, canceled their lease, canceled their lease on their Gramercy Park apartment that they were leasing, even though she owns a couple Uh places. They were living there. 
So we found out about everything when she was trying to get an emergency divorce petition and the court denied her that and blah, blah, blah. So um, here's... We've got three different stories going on. All right, give them to me. Okay. Um, And really the only way that New New York is granting emergency divorces right now is domestic violence. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, so here's the story. And Mary-Kate is 33. Her husband, Olivier Sarkozy, is 50, even though he presents older. And she presents younger. Younger. There's this just... I showed you the photo today. It's just, it looks like a dad with his daughter. Daughter. Yep. And they've and been together eight years. They yeah, started dating when she was 25. Yeah. And yeah. he was 42. Oh, he obviously never saw eye to eye. No. Yeah. because yeah, he's one, like Holly. a foot and a half taller, too. Yeah. So here are the three different storylines that we're getting. Okay. From People Magazine. Okay. They broke up, A, because he wanted her to be home more. Okay. B, he wanted to socialize and party more. C, she wanted a kid or kids, and he didn't. I'm going to say C. So You think so? Mm-hmm. Holly, what do you think? I'm going with Julia. Yeah, the kids. I think we, the s- clock I think we said that years. last week. Yeah, the, yeah, I think you did. I think the clock just starts ticking. at in- And why do people think they can get someone to change their mind about kids? Maybe he never it's said he didn't want thinking. him. Oh, no. no. Do you think? Well, he's 42, and when when he met her... Uh, his kids were his, probably like 8 and 9 or something? Yeah, They might have been a little bit older. I think they're 16 and 19 right now. Okay. His kids. And he just he doesn't want to go back, you know, backwards. And uh, uh, he never wanted more. A fashion source told people Mary-Kate thought he would budge on that, and oh, he hasn't. Well, yeah. a fashion source, could it be Ashley? Could it be? Is that the fashion source? But honestly, you don't need style to guess that a 50-year-old man with grown-up kids, basically, is going to want to give as much his younger well, wife a new family and I disagree. start all over. Look at Bruce Willis. Look at, um, you know, Bruce Willis did it. His kids were all grown up. He's got three new ones. There are people who do it. They do it, but... When you, if you say, like, I would think, like Bruce Willis in the case of when he got married to his mm-hmm. model wife, that that was something she told I want to have children. Right. I'm not going to marry You don't get married unless you know the answer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I remember a friend of mine who thought she could change her guy's mind about having kids. He'd had kids with his first wife. And she was like 15 years younger than the guy. Yeah. And, and she's like, I'm going to, he's going to change his mind. If he loves me, he's going to change my mind. I'm like, you are wasting your time. If he, the, he doesn't want to have kids and you want to have kids, don't marry him. Stop dating him and go out with somebody who can make what you want to have happen in your life happen. So she married him and they don't no, have kids. No, she didn't. Oh, she they did broke dump him? Okay. I mean, not right away, but he really was like, because a lot of times I don't want to have right. kids. Yeah. I don't want to go backwards. Yes. My kids are in high school. I don't want to have a baby. I don't want to have an infant. I don't want to go through all that again. I see light at the end of the tunnel. And she's like... Spoken like a woman who's had children, Laurie. This is true, though. Well, when guys say stuff like that, believe them. Believe them. 
Believe what them? is your mom's theory? Believe what men, um, but, well, believe what they do, not what they say, was always her thing. But, but actions uh, speak louder than words. But it really, if someone's that adamant about it, you got to believe them. And on something like that. So uh, he, I could just see it. I mean, you know, his his kids are, you know, they're old. He, I mean, I guess he just did not. I guess he did not realize that she was going to change her mind. You know, tickety, tick, tick, tick. Yes. 35, you do get a biological craving here and there. For- you do? Mm-hmm. You so, do? I, I think that's probably it. That, and she's sick of him. She's totally <laughs> sick of him. You know, and so he's just going to be... Takes up a lot of space. She's going to have a lot of fun jokes once she gets through this mm-hmm. about her starter husband. Right. And now she's getting... to hear them talk. Huh? You know, because we don't know what they sound like. It'd be kind of interesting to hear them talk or smile. She just looks like she needs to quit smoking He cigarettes. sounds like a douchebag, yeah. and they should have never married. It should have just been a romance. A fling. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's see. Do we want to get into Jude Law looking like a snack and a half, expecting his uh, sixth child, first child with his wife, Philippa, who's 32, and they've been married a year, and I'll bet you anything Philippa said to Jude, you're, I'm having one baby or two, but we're having another one. And he's like, fine. Fine, I had one with the perfect one-night stand stranger. Fine, I had one with my nanny. Jude has five children with three previous partners. Yes, he does. The Whoa. nanny, the wife, the <laughs> nanny, and the one-night stand. Yes. I remember, I loved Jude Law. I still, I, he, I think he's charming. He seems very I loved happy. Him in, I lo- remember meeting him kind of in the movie Elfie. And then oh, um, yes. he was in The Holiday with Cameron Diaz and right. um, Joe, Jack Black. Mm-hmm. He was a snack in the talented Mr. Ripley. Yes. And he was in that too. He's a snack. He was, and he still has sexy sexiness going. Oh, he yeah, really very does. Much so. He really is a sexy man. I think and his she's feet a would be really good looking, Laurie. Yeah, she's a therapist. Yeah, I think he's sexy. Yeah, he is. And uh, he's... Uh, uh, he has had a lot of child support payments for many years with these five children, and this, he's going to continue to continue acting. Yes, I'm surprised he doesn't have a podcast. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin Firth has words to say in an interview oh. about, I know, so I, beautiful. Now he's another one that's just dreamy. We are going down dreamy like our man, bro. Yes. Well, this is an interview that Colin Firth gave to Tatler magazine, British magazine. Yes, and he's he, of course, is, you know... I like you just the way you are, Bridget Jones and Mr. Darcy from that one, whatever it was called. Pride and Prejudice. Thank you. Thank you. So he's a great ta- book if you haven't read it. He's talking. And in a simpler pre-pandemic world, we might have weighed in on the who was the better Mr. Darcy. You know, is it Colin Firth or Matthew McFadden? You know, but I've we, seen both. We've seen I, both. I liked them both. Uh, yeah, I liked them both. Now, his wife was estranged from him for a little temporary dalliance with someone in Italy. Right. And yes. then they chose to get back together. And then they and then they they've broken. Oh, up. So he's a divorcee. He's is available. He dating. He someone? is another celebrity boyfriend for you, Julia. And <laughs> oh, he's the perfect just... age. And he doesn't want to have kids. And neither do you. Remember when we met him? He was dreamy. We met him at the Four Seasons. He was nominated for a single man. No, it was for the King's Speech. Are you sure it wasn't a single man? That I that was like the year was we King's saw speech. Tom Ford with him? Well, maybe. Because he directed him. Okay, but he's dreamy. Mm-hmm. And he's not petite little, you know. Oh, he's not a gorgeous. little one. So here's what he has okay. to say. What does um, he have to say? 
uh, about um, because Colin Firth was 35 years old when Pride and Prejudice came out in 1995. He was already a well-known and in-demand working actor, but Mm -hmm. the role took him the next level because in the next six years, he had iconic roles in The English Patient, Shakespeare in Love, Bridget Jones' Diary. But to hear Colin Firth talk in Tatler, he regretted the Mr. Darcy because typecasting. Oh, really? Yeah. He said that was this was a great role. It was a major event in my career, certainly, but I don't think it was all that helpful because it tended to create this image that can restrict what kind of roles you're going to be able to find. Looking good and strutting around is very boring. I wanted to do other things as an actor. Well, I am just going to say that it don't didn't complain. stop his career at no. all. And why is he complaining? And our and uh, what was what's the Christmas movie? The um, the holiday love actually. Oh, love actually, actually. he's oh, in that darling. Oh, I love him. He's and he got to do really interesting roles in the King's Speech and in that Tom Ford movie that we never saw. Single man. Yep. Um, he said that that is the movie that changed the public's perception of his acting range. He said that role did the most to change the perception of me. I was playing an older, sadder kind of man, and suddenly I was seen in a different way. I wasn't Mr. Darcy in a wet shirt. Um, Jeez, can't you just I, like Why both? can't you, you know, we like... I don't think it, it negatively affected his career at all. We thank you, Colin Firth, for carrying such a burden right. for so well, many ex- years. Exactly. Thank you, <laughs> because... It just does sound like crybaby and sour grapes right now, and we don't want to hear that. I know. Now I want to watch a single man, but he is right about that. I do that. want I to do watch think, that single man. I, I, heard I think it was that a, changed stuff for because him, Because it was a, it's like what Matthew McConaughey did with Dallas Buyers True. Club, because he always did the rom-coms, and he never did anything different, and right. Dallas Buyers Club was the one that broke him out, and people right. realized, you are Our, a good actor. good actor. And then you look back at all the other stuff and think... You were a good actor right. in those, but because you aren't validated with awards, you know, and things like that, it's just... I think he's just trying to say that the fuss over his physicality and some of that stuff was maybe boring. Well, you're I'm used give him to the that. Benefit of the you're doubt. used to the fuss of how beautiful you are and everything, you know. It gets old. Is that something, Lorraine? You know, we, we have a met, shadow. Julia, we met him in 2009, and it was for, not the King's speech, it, it was, was for a single man. Okay, yep. Because he, he was, was nominated for a BAFTA for that. He, he did alone. win in 2011 for King's Speech. Okay, he was all alone. Yes, all, he we was. I remember walking into the Four Seasons by the Port of Cashier, and we're just like, oh. And he said hi to us, Holly. And we said, please, will you say hi to us on the red carpet, even though your mean publicist is going to say no? We said that to everybody. And he goes, I... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters... And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Will, I will. And sure enough, we were at the end by the door, and he was one of the last people for the red carpet. And we just, when I say we, I mean Julia. Exactly. started hooting and hollering. And he remembered us and came over, even though his publicist was pulling him and they pulled them they pulled them and he said no no I've they're got not I've got... important they're irrelevant they're invisible no. he goes no no i have to say i did these ladies oh Aww. it was so great so that's yeah. you know we'll forever like him we got to go we'll be right back this is a my talk dirt alert all right. What are we talking about? We're going to go back to a story that we talked about at the end of yesterday's Dirt Alert at 520. That is Ruby Rose leaving her starring role as Batwoman after one season on the CW. Yeah, what, what up with that? Well, we're getting a little more insight into why she left the role. So according to multiple sources, talking to Variety, Ruby Rose was unhappy with the long hours required of her as the series lead. That oh led my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just wanted I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. So okay. this as the lead role, I, I decided I don't want to have it anymore. Well, exactly. And those long hours, according to these sources, led to a lot of friction on the set. Can you please Hollywood speak that? Uh, well, I did hear from somebody in the know yes. that she needed to go. And that rhymed and you didn't even know. I didn't even know it. And that she needed to go because of that. Basically, she's not for the, the lead role in a TV series. That person needs to be like a good cheerleader captain they're kind of rallying the troops together if you will the set and she did not like having that role Mm -hmm. she didn't want to be the leader so to speak yeah and she didn't i mean you know i mean that's she's an actor you know they're they're mercurial people what can i say yeah now some too much some people were trying to say that it was due to some of the pain that Ruby Rose had in association with an emergency surgery. However, sources tell Variety that has nothing to do with her health or injury. You know, reading between the lines, it's that, you know, a TV show, working on a TV show is very, very demanding, and it has very long hours. Yep. And it seems like Ruby Rose was not up to the task starring as Batwoman. Well, there you go. Everyone seems fine with it. Well, they must have known that she wasn't the best. All right. TTFN. Ta ta I do now. not want mm-hmm. Amber Heard to get that role. Well, that was, yeah. Okay. Because of talk. Oh. That, was a, that was a clickbait. Yeah. So was it? I fell yeah. for the clickbait. Oh, oh good. But, well, that makes me happy because was... I just, I I don't like her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. How, yeah. How about that? I just don't like her. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, everyone has those celebrities where it's just like, yeah, I'm just not really into them. So let's move on to... We've um, got many. Wait, has, has <laughs> I told you about Ellen yet? Yeah, have I told oh. you about how much, how my secondhand just like... sent me pictures of it last night. She's obsessed with this. Well, she had a guest on that I wanted to see, so I thought I would try and see if I could get any joy out of her, the beginning of her show. My God, it looks like a glum doll sitting in a chair with a big puppet behind her. <laughs> Called her producer. It's just painful. <laughs> And then a, uh, a Xerox face on an old-fashioned mop right I'm behind I'm sorry I brought her. it up. 
It's so bad. It's just so bad. It infuriates me that she makes that much money and she's so bad. Oh, I'm kind of jealous. Well, I wish she would give more and I wish she'd pay her TV people. She makes so much money. Yeah, let's move on to Chrissy Teigen. She wants to make it clear that she had no part in Alison Roman's temporary leave from the New York Times. So this goes back to that issue with the interview of Alison Roman, who was a food columnist for the New York Times, calling out Chrissy Teigen and Marie Kondo. There was all that drama. We won't get into it. Yeah. But Chrissy Teigen has responded to somebody on Twitter about it. She said, I very publicly forgave Allison, and that was real. And when I said I don't believe in being canceled for your honest opinion, that was very real. I don't agree with what the New York Times has done, and I am not them. I didn't call them. I didn't write them. Most of all, I'd like her back. Chrissy Teigen also added in a separate tweet. I hope we can laugh about it one day, but I'm not happy with the New York Times leave. So she def can't laugh about it. That being Allison yet. It just sucks in every way. Well, let me just put it this. Let me put it this way. Maybe Allison wanted to get take some time off to get reconstructive foot surgery after putting her foot in her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And um, no, Allison might have asked for this. We don't know what was going on. She might have, because remember, she called out two women of color and called them sellouts. Whereas before she just wrote about foods and she got very, I mean, her, it it felt racist to me, some of the things that she was saying. And it felt very dismissive. If I didn't know, I was like, is this some guy from the 60s writing this thing? But um, she might have wanted to take a, a leave of absence on her column because of, I can't imagine how, what kind of feedback she got. Well, I'm sure she got hate. That's what I mean. I mean people she are might not- be taking her own leave of absence to get some space. To get some space. It, it doesn't mean that, that blew up. That blew. It doesn't up. mean right that the New York Times necessarily did it. Well, uh, and it's temporary, and so we shall see. We don't have any of the details, right, so we, we can don't. only speculate. I'm and just going to say it. the backlash was so much, and then she really did need that reconstructive foot surgery to get her foot out of her mouth. <laughs> Stitch scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Okay, what's going to happen Well, I've now? got a couple of things. Just, uh, you know, that the, the Jeffrey Epstein oh, sex, you know, what happened to him, the Netflix thing yep. is coming out. When is that coming out? Um, it's like in two weeks it comes out on Netflix. What, ha- what really happened to Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. But there's so many things that are happening about him now the latest just to let you know remind people who he is jeffrey epstein the financier i don't have to remind people they oh, can okay. just google it but he's you know people i think know who he is All but right. he pedophile he, he pedophile, pedophile found dead in a jail cell a lot of people would have wanted him dead no, yeah. uh, number one prince andrew and uh so now another thing is coming out. This is why the FBI so badly wants to speak with Prince Andrew. Uh, apparently he was at the Manhattan mansion, uh, mansion of Jeffrey Epstein at the same time that Jeffrey Epstein was keeping yet another sex slave, which is what he, uh, the under, I mean, basically it's known that he did that. There's numerous yes. women yes, that yes, said yes, I yes, was yes, yes. kept there and um, and may even have gotten a foot massage from that woman while watching the king's speech. Oh. <laughs> the year was just 
2012. Bringing it full circle. Bringing it full yes, circle. no kidding. He stayed at Epstein's Upper East Side townhome for six days in 2010. This was after Jeffrey Epstein had pled guilty to sex with underage women. And we know that Prince Andrew was there because in 2010, there's photos of them strolling in Central yes, Park. Yes, there's yes. photos of, mm-hmm. of Prince Andrew waving goodbye from the door of the mansion. And... So uh, at the same time, this woman who was groomed for sex by Epstein while a teen and by then in her 20s, she uh, was also she was also there and they are citing witnesses and official records. This is all coming out because this is all being reinvestigated. And she said that um, as far as, you know, old Randy Andy, um, that he just kind of was there for any of the services that Jeffrey would say to one of these gals that would be staying there. And um, she's just being identified in court papers as uh, Caitlin Doe, which apparently is the Jane Doe of Across the Pond. <laughs> Caitlin. Caitlin. They have a more modern name. Uh, he forced, I mean, it's just, it's so lurid, these details. Oh, it is. It yeah. does shock me how little press... This gets, but it's such a big scandalous story. And with basically all but four of the papers being part of the Royal Rota, you know, this is one of the reasons why Queen Elizabeth and Charles and William don't want to change the Royal Rota because when it comes to really needing them to bury stories they can rely on these people that's yes. right and then they yeah. can make up the yeah. uh stories that don't mean anything i mean i really do think that's why they don't want to get rid of that royal rota probably because they've need they've relied on them over the years to bury stuff yes don't mm-hmm. you think holly absolutely and we're never going to see this in the crown I mean, you know e- even the royal rota just sort of how that whole way it it works that would be a fascinating book to see all the different ways because the Royal Rota system has been part of the Royal family since the forties. Right. They, it came about because of Edward, the most scandal when the sure, king, when sure. he abdicated, that's how they came about this. Mm-hmm. So that's why you, I just think it's interesting. They have the most incredible story. And then they have the dumbest guy ever who goes on and does this interview in October with uh, whatever station it was across the pond. Their, version. their very own Prince Andrew. Yeah, Prince Andrew. Oh, and so he's dumb. just a, an no, absolute, the BBC. The BBC, mm-hmm. absolute idiot. And, uh, you know, just likens it to be no big deal and all of that. And then he ends up having to leave the royal family and then i mean ordered out and then the papers are clutching their newspaper pearls about megan and harry simply being like any couple in their 30s wanting to live somewhere else and not in grandma's backyard imagine that I'm just saying, you know. Simply like every other couple that happened to be a prince <laughs> of a queen but I mean, of a major country. Well, then remember the British royal family's muscle with ABC News. Yes. With Amy Robach. Amy yeah, Robach. That got squashed, that Jeffrey Epstein story. Yeah. She had it She broken. really is sick of her son, but she loves him the most. She favors him. You know, mothers apparently have a blind spot apparently, to the ones they favor. Apparently. Uh-huh. Well, moving on, let's cleanse our palace. I'm so some, glad. Some vintage, just little skin. Scandalous nuggets. Okay. Okay. So, um, uh, 
He'd be glad that we are long past these times, but RKO, which used to be a big uh, studio in Hollywood Mm -hmm. uh, back in the day, like I'm talking in the 30s, was so against Catherine Hepburn wearing pants on movie sets that they hid the pants from her. Like, would she go into work? In, yeah, she did wardrobe. In response be... to their sexist behavior, Catherine Hepburn walked around in her underwear until her pants were returned. I love her. I love that. I can I just that. see her with her long legged stride. Mm-hmm. Just la di da. No, they didn't want her to wear it at all. They wanted her to be in a robe or in a dress or even just to be waiting on set. Well, that's wanted... ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yes, yeah, so, uh, that's how she got her got the change, the good old underwear. Remember, people, put no. your foot down and wear good underwear always. Now, here's a little Natalie Wood thing that oh, I did God. learn that is kind of interesting: Hollywood fashion scandal. Okay, okay, so because Natalie Wood was a child star and grew up in the studio system yes, and did. everything, everything was about. Your looks, your elocution. I mean, the schooling was last. Mm-hmm. And she, um, and we learned this in this Natalie Wood, what she left behind documentary in HBO. She injured her left wrist as a kid on the set of The Green Promise. She was in, really, I was kind of amazed at how many movies right. she was in as a, you know, six, seven, eight, nine times. I mean, she really had a lot of credits to her um, movie making career as a kid. So it's this movie called The Green Promise and she injured uh, her left wrist bone, um, like got kind of permanently dislocated. And so she had a very bumpy, big bump, big bone. So self-conscious about that, that for the rest of her life, she wore, and you can see it in any movies, any photographs, she wore a big bracelet. To cover her wrist. Okay, I didn't know that. That's a good little factoid. She never, she felt great shame. She had wrist shame. Well, people have our... She had wrist shame. And it came from the studio and the focus and also probably her her whack job mom. Right, her mom was a whack job. I love it. Very dramatic. That is something I hope I never have to experience. Yeah, exactly. Toe shame. But I mean, can you? And and the and Natasha remembered that she said my mom always had a bracelet on, and then they then they had this montage. She was never seen on a movie or a photograph or a red carpet. Always had a cuff, a a bracelet, something. I'm gonna watch for that. Yeah, you watch for that. Um, now, this is just fantastic. Uh, this is, you're going to have to Google her, kids. Tallulah Bankhead. I well, love what I love she, the name Tallulah. Tallulah. What is that? Is she a 20s, 30s, would you say? And I know she was married to Irving Thalberg, I think. Uh, she was early. Like, I think she was silent. Then she silent, came and back. And she went to the talkies. Yeah. So apparently she yeah, would. Yeah, she was. She was born in 1902. Okay. She would sprinkle Marlene Dietrich's gold wig dust, which Marlene, she knew where Marlene kept the gold wig dust. Today's dry shampoo? Yes. But Tallulah would put it on her pubic hair, and you can only imagine the fluffiness of that bush. Oh, and she would. She would show it off to random people who would 
go by her dressing room. She'd stand there with Lori. The, I could see you do. We've got to get some of this gold wig dust. Peak. <laughs> this is going to inspire you doing our, this. your next Instagram. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Patty wanted a little peek. Yeah. She wanted a little so she peek. She was an exhibitionist, Tallulah. Okay, that's funny. Mm hmm. Yeah, her last. She was in Batman in 1967, but really her big time was, you know, the 30s. The yeah, late yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a, you know, interesting um, uh, look. And my my last one from that era, maybe, okay. okay, Marlene Dietrich. Yes. She openly identified in Hollywood as a bisexual, which makes... What year? Oh, I don't know. But right. this is an intoxicating thing back in that time to both men and women, you know, to... Yes. Be identified as bisexual when they didn't even want you to be anything other than, you know, straight. And she allegedly had sex with notable stars like Anna Mae Wong, which we see a character based on Anna Mae Wong in Hollywood, the Netflix movie. Which one is it? The Chinese woman. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Hello, Jada. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> If you've watched four episodes, we meet her in the second episode. And that is a true scandalous story about what happened to that actress from the good earth. You know, but there was the, you know, racism and all of that. But anyway, Tallulah, I mean, excuse me, Marlene, uh, she she liked to, you know, she and Anna Mae Wong and also Claudette Colbert. And she would just refer to her affairs with her female friends is getting together with my sewing circle. Well, that's a great way to say it. We're going to do a little needlepoint. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to, oh, I'm not going to say yeah. it. Yeah. Say it, say it. Why not? No, Knit, it's all right. Knit and pearl. Sure. Quilting. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway. Sip and swirl. That's right, Julia. Mm-hmm. So there, that's just some, you know, little little nuggets for you of that era next week i will have some nuggets i'm gonna go back to this sex tape and the reason why they call them sex tape again the whippersnappers will have to google it but it was back when things really were on a vhs tape before the sex tapes are we talking about just Just anybody i'm gonna circle back to that i like to do that and then maybe some scandalous nuggets from the 50s and 60s because they never stop in hollywood scandalous treasure trails that's (laughs) right there you go all right we'll be right back you want to know no well here's something that i don't know if you want to know but um for the 
800,000 people that are still watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah. They have been working during um, the COVID um, quarantine. And what they've been doing is they've been filming nonstop because they were not deemed essential under California's stay-at-home orders. They have been shooting their own footage while in self isolation so see how hard chris jenner is working let me tell you what they're doing but the fact that they have even let this story be known to e oh those poor kardashians all they do is film themselves all the time we're not saying anything about poor kardashians we're saying just saying they do film that if there's anybody who is qualified to tape themselves and do a show, it would be these guys. But their executive producer, Farnaz, Farnaz Farnham, told Elle <laughs> magazine yes. that a photographer and technician wore hazmat suits to set up iPhone tripods <laughs> and well-lit rooms in Kim Kardashian West and Khloe Kardashian's homes. Mm-hmm. After the gear was configured, the family members waited at least 24 hours to oh enter the gosh. rooms oh my gosh. with the equipment to sh- ensure no COVID transmission. But at the beginning of each week, a show rumber picks up the iPhones to build an episode from the footage and replaces it with brand new smartphones to begin the next. So every week they get new iPhones to begin the next cycle of recording. Yeah. This, They're working. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they must have time left on their contract. Well, they must. Right I now. felt like they signed that a contract for contract yeah. or something like that. And we're like, that would bring them to 20. Yeah. 20, 20 years, 20 seasons or whatever. Are yeah. we the same age as the Kardashians? I feel like 2007 was oh, when the way show came before that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh but gosh. they do two seasons a year. Maybe in college, That's they it. call it two years instead of one. Yes. The last time that a contract renewal was mentioned was back in October of 2017. $150 million yeah, mm-hmm. to do five more seasons. Of there you go. I, I don't know how many. And we were yeah. appalled then. We were like, oh my gosh, why? You know, because well, they document so much of their life they do. on their own thing and with well, their like Beyonce, things. you know, we learned years ago that she's filmed like 18 of the... She doesn't show it to No, us. she doesn't. She uses it for her, yeah. Whatever, but I mean, you know... I was glad she used it for her formation um, documentary because that was so good about her Coachella performance. I loved, loved, I need to loved watch that. that. That is... That's a great thing to watch because oh. that's just fun. Lori, you will have a dance party. You I will. Know it. It's just fun. Yeah. I mean, that is a... That ha- would be a good thing to pretend like I'm going to a festival this weekend. There you go. Well, here's a festival that people can go to is the Twin Cities Film Festival. Apparently, the virtual one has been a big hit. Oh, good. And um, tomorrow we're going to have on one of the filmmakers of the film Bridge, which is a film that is about the collapse of the 35W Bridge. We will not forget Sp- that. We no, were I was here. at your house. We were on the air. Mm. No, I happened- was at your house. But it, no, oh. we knew something was going on. Oh, well, we were at where people called in. Collapsed at like I don't know. It was like six oh seven or something like that, mm-hmm. and it was a Wednesday night. And my sister and it Gina was, was in town. I remember. But anyway, this yeah. is it's called Bridge, and it is um, his debut. This is Spencer Pratsman's debut documentary. It follows many of the personal stories. Oh my gosh! And one tragedy of the countless ways. Um, you know, the lives impact, were changed. lives yeah. were changed after that. But anyway, if you, people wow. want to do this, they, the film festival is still going on. So and you, it's just, really you just buy like a package. You buy a package. Uh, and, or a, um, a movie and you get like the code. Mm-hmm. 
to do the digital unlock. Like we did the bands for cans. That was the same for streaming that exactly. album. That's how they did it. You get the little digital here. To, I mean, it's There's kind five of amazing. days left. Yeah. Cause a lot of it's closing this weekend. The okay. ways of being home is a Spanish subtitled um, film. That's very popular. Did you do any of these Holly? Cause don't you sometimes see some of these movies? Yeah, but I haven't done it this, but it sounds wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're doing cute time. Let's face it. You're um, on two you're shows. You're on two shows. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's yeah. a lot going on. There's a lot going on. But anyway, that's kind of, that's what's happening. And yeah. so it's still Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. I kind of, I, I did like what Kelly Ripa, she like just told people, quit yelling at me about how my hair and makeup looks or doesn't look. I don't really care about that right now. Right. Right now I'm thinking about, can I broadcast from bed? <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. She was kind of cute today. I did watch it for yeah. a second. I kind of am they, getting it. Yeah. They kind of. And he's, he just feels a little more vulnerable. Ryan yeah, is you know, exhausted. I, exhausted. People are exhausted and they don't, um, you know, I don't think people like realize like, Think about how, like, the TV people, they would just go in and their their chauffeured car, we know this from watching the morning show, have the hair and makeup. They didn't have to worry about technology breaking down. About Nothing. It's a lot more work for everybody. For everybody. It really is. She just said, you know, how dare you? You know how hard it is to do this damn job? All right. Well, everyone have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.